Hello and welcome to Take It or Leave It. It's a Christian podcast to encourage us all to implement real change in our lives based on the teachings of Jesus so that when the rapture occurs, we may all be caught up to meet Jesus Christ in the air. It's about spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. I'm your host, Madison Santiago. Hello and welcome to Take It or Leave It. We have been talking about witchcraft on this podcast as well as many other teachings of God. So I really encourage you to start from podcast one. You might even see my progression as I continue to do this and remain consistent in this. Uh, But you will also learn a lot. So I pray that you listen. But most recently, we have been reading in 2 Timothy chapter 3. We've been talking about perilous times, which we're living in today. We've been talking about how God says, by no means, so absolutely not. You will not inherit the kingdom of God unless you are converted and become like a little child. It's conditional. If we want the kingdom of God, we must be converted and become like a little child. And again, we've learned this, but first we are natural, right? We were born natural in the flesh, but then when we become spiritual, right? When we make up our minds, we're citizen of earth and then we're converted into aliens who live consecrated lives. We also talked about being weird. Are you weird? And when I say weird, I mean weird in character compared to most. You know, Christians, true servants of God, followers of Jesus, I should say, are helpful to others in the community, but many don't relate to us, which is why I say we're weird or why they may say we're weird or peculiar. But if I'm living a life from God and if someone calls me weird, I'm not going to let that deter me. Amen. So again, we're living in perilous times. People are always learning, never coming to the knowledge of the truth. What do I mean by that? People are just sitting in the church, getting training after training, but never making a change, never coming to the knowledge of the truth. They're never experiencing Jesus. And part of the major problem of today is the church itself. And the Bible speaks of troublemakers. Janes and Jambres, where are they? They're in the church. They're in the church today. Let's talk about who they are. So you can find these two mentioned in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 8, which we have spent a lot of time on recently. In verse 8 says, Now as Janes and Jambres resisted Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds disappointed concerning the faith. We need to go back further in Exodus when they are mentioned. There's not a lot disclosed about Janus and Jambres, so to understand more of them, we must do our research. So Janus and Jambres are Egyptian magicians, right? They're sorcerers. They contended with Moses and Aaron in the Pharaoh's court as described in Exodus chapter 7. You won't see their name mentioned many times in the Bible. But when you research and you look into the Jewish Targum, this is the Hebrew Bible, you can learn that Janes and Jambres are sorcerers. They're witches, right? This is along what we have been discussing in many podcasts at this point. They were witches. So they're described in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 8 as being men of corrupt minds, disapproved concerning their faith. They're not approved. The Bible says that. So when I think of Janus and Jambres, because they are described, I will think of them as disapproved men with corrupt minds. But we can take an even deeper look. Who are they really? So again, they're two chief 
magicians who stood against Moses and Aaron. They're witches, they're sorcerers, right? They're power hungry. They have a blasphemous power, right? Refusing the Holy Spirit. And to paraphrase Exodus chapter 7 and 8, God told Moses to throw his staff in front of the Pharaoh and it would turn into a serpent. So when Moses did that, all the magicians came out, the sorcerers, and they threw their staffs and they also turned into serpents. However, when we read this story all the way through, we learn that Moses's serpent swallowed up all the other serpents because there is victory in God. Amen. So something to note here, again, and it speaks to the character of Satan and what he does. He's such a copycat. If God's healing people, Satan wants to heal people. That's why there's witch doctors. So if Moses throws his staff and it becomes a snake, everyone else is going to throw their staff and it's going to become a snake, right? He's a copycat and he wants to deceive you. This is why the Antichrist is going to deceive so many in this world today. We've been talking about warnings from Paul. And one of the things that need to be taken away for this podcast and Bible teaching is that witches are inside the church. They are inside the church because Satan must attack the church. You can tell who they are too because they're never going to progress. They never come to the truth. And you can discern a witch. If you have the Holy Spirit, you can discern a witch. You will see the signs of Janes and Jambres. You will see that they are of corrupt minds that they're not moving, they're not changing. They're gonna progress no further. How do I know that? The Bible tells me that, right? And you know, you might be thinking, wow, you know, Madison, you've talked about this on a previous podcast, but we learn best from repetition. You know, Jesus also says, whenever we're looking at people, right, and we're conversing with people, Jesus says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what does that mean? When we look at Luke chapter 6, verse 45, it says, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. And even in Proverbs chapter 15, verse 7, it says, The lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the fool does not do so. So if your heart is there, it's going to come out of your mouth. And we're going to know you because you're either going to speak knowledge or you're going to speak foolishness. And Janice and Jambres are not speaking knowledge, right? This character, you're not speaking knowledge. But you will tell their heart based on what they speak about. And I didn't say that. God said that. So it's up to us to be sensitive, right? And Jesus also said that by your fruits, you will know them. So in Matthew chapter 7, verse 17, it says, Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Why not? Because it's a good tree. It will only bear good fruit. And a bad tree is a bad tree, right? So that is the fruit that it will bear. Every tree, verse 19, every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. So by what they produce, again, words out of their mouth, maybe things that they're working on, you're going to know them. You're going to be able to tell the character of a person. And I want you to note here, it doesn't say they may not progress. They will not progress. God's very clear. He doesn't use things like maybe, right? He doesn't leave you guessing. He tells you the answer. 
So this world which is thinking, maybe maybe God loves me, maybe I'm saved, like that is not a mindset of Jesus Christ and that's not where anyone should be comfortable being in. This maybe mindset, that's a double-minded mindset and God stands against that, right? Satan's very double-minded, right? That's, that's a product of him. So we need to be sure today. And in 2 Timothy 3 verse 9, it speaks of the foolishness of Janus and Jambres, right? God used terms like, brood of vipers, hypocrites, fools, right? Jesus wasn't afraid to say these things. But it says in uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 9, but they will progress no further, for their folly will be manifest to all as theirs also was. So again, their folly. What's folly? Foolishness. Folly is foolishness. So foolishness will manifest to all. And Janus and Jambres were eventually made out to be fools. So if you're operating in any power today other than the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus, you are a fool. And I didn't say that. Jesus said that. I'm so blessed today because we have the power of the Holy Spirit. And again, if you don't have the power of the Holy Spirit today, I want to encourage you to repent. I have other podcasts on that. We're not going to spend time on that right now. But we have the power of the Holy Spirit today. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, speaks of God's word being living and powerful, alive and powerful. Specifically, it says, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Living and powerful. Not living and powerful. It's powerful. You need to emphasize the power. There is a power available. And in John 16, 17, Jesus speaks of sorrow turning to joy because he must depart, but the Holy Spirit is coming. He speaks about us actually benefiting when Jesus goes away because we have the Holy Spirit. And through the Holy Spirit, we will have the power to go. We've been discussing to go, to move our feet. How beautiful are the feet, it says in Isaiah. We must go. We must stand on the soil just as Paul did, for example. Share the word, right? Share the word. And it's a benefit because the Holy Spirit is always with us. When we have him, he is always with us. When we are moving in obedience to Christ, he is with us. When we go, he is with us. Amen? So I'm telling you all of these things today about the spirit of these sorcerers. They're in the church. We've been talking about on previous podcasts of witches. I encourage you to listen. Witchcraft is real and it's in the United States. It's not just in remote areas of the world. It's happening in your backyard. So are you a troubleshooter or do you just give up when you don't understand? Because I want to encourage you to find out more issues that are happening in the church. Right? The source is in the church. Are Janus and Jambres halting your progress? It's difficult. We must have the Holy Spirit because though somebody might have the character of Janus and Jambres, they can serve in the sense of being active for God, but they're just going to deter your progress. They're going to halt you. They're going to distract you, which is exactly what Satan wants. But these people will not be saved. And what's going to happen to Janus and Jambres in the modern day? Right? If that's how we live, sorcerers, if we're seeking out these things, defiled by these things, they're going to go to hell. If you are a sorcerer and you're seeking out these things, tarot cards, Ouija boards, 
mediums, palm readings. Not only do you curse your children and future generations with such iniquity, but you must repent. You must repent. God is so clear in his word. And people are not serious today. You know, it's like people are not serious. Aren't, aren't people who aren't serious, aren't they always late? What will you do if you miss the rapture because you were not serious? You were not serious and repented. You did not take the word of God seriously because assuredly, if you know that this word is out there and you're hearing this right now and you're not taking the steps to learn more, find a church that's preaching on the Holy Spirit and you're late with answering the call from God, what will you do now? You've missed the time. You're too late. But be serious. Be on time. So when the rapture occurs, you're caught up there with them. Right? To meet Jesus in the air. And again, just to remind you, Paul said to stay away from those who are not seriously serving. I want to encourage you to comb through your friends. Comb through your friends. And I'm not saying, you know, cut off all your friends who don't serve God. No, of course not. Don't do that. But do you have friends that are deterring you? Right? There's a difference between somebody who is deterring you to do the work of God or somebody who just simply doesn't know. Right? Paul said to stay away from those who are not seriously serving. When we think of Janas and Jambres, right? Let's specifically talk about them. We don't stay away from them because they're sorcerers and they're going to bite us or cast a spell on us, but because they're contagious. This character is contagious in the body of Christ. Their disease is going to spread. It's going to continue to spread. It is spreading. And most churches will fail to discern them in their own congregations. And these types of people are the types of people who are going to slither their way in the front. They're going to be holding a microphone, spewing words, influencing the people. And it's going to be done in such a strategic way that it's going to welcome the people. It's going to cause your ear to lean. But if you cannot discern and you do not have the Holy Spirit, you will fall victim to this. Many will not suspect the false words. But we who are filled with the Holy Spirit, we are the revival that the church needs, that the world needs. This is why we need to go. If you can get in your car and go, go. Get out of your car. Stand on the soil. Blow your shofars. Pray. Pray that the Lord comes. Pray that the Lord has grace and mercy on these unsuspecting people. Pray that the Holy Spirit increases his presence softens the ground, opens the ears, opens the eyes of the people. We are the fire and we bring the fire when we're born again. And when I say born again, I mean when we are saved when we have repented and we're walking in that newness of life and we are hungry for the word, we bring fire, we bring change because God has changed us. We were first a miracle, now God can use us to bring forth more miracles, amen? You know, God says, do my business until I come. And I've been so burdened lately because even as I look on Facebook, uh, social media, right, which is ultimately Satan's playground, but people are driven and motivated by so many other things than church. I'm so burdened because how can you hear these things and not action anything? How can you hear these things and not have questions and not seek the answers out to these questions? This is the truth. And it's because of witchcraft. It's because of free will, right? 
knowing these things is part of God's business. So I ask you today, will you go? What business are you doing? Is it worldly business or godly business? Are you working with Janas and Jambres? Have you had a character check? Do you need to repent? Because you can do that today. God wants to use you and me to spread the good news and go and make disciples. These things are happening today. They're happening today. I want to encourage you. You can do this. There is no sin that cannot be forgiven today. But refusing the Holy Spirit, that is unforgivable. And I don't want anyone to be condemned to hell. I don't want anyone to be surprised. I don't want anyone to be surprised whenever God says, away from me, I never knew you. I want so many more people to know him. You can do this. We have nothing to fear. No weapon formed against us will prosper, but that's conditional. We must have God. We must have the Holy Spirit. We must repent. Keep asking God that you want the Holy Spirit. Ask God to lead you. He will. He will. He will. And I speak that from experience. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This is Take It or Leave It. God bless you all.